This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. Don't do it, Gunku, he's too strong for you! And Johnny, we haven't done this in a while. I don't think we've done this since I've got this shirt, but if you're on YouTube... Johnny, what does my shirt say? Hugger's gonna hug. Hugger's gonna hug. As I, We said we were gonna do this when I bought this shirt. Oh, yeah. When I bought it, we said we were going to do that. Audio listeners right now are like, wait. What the hell is going on? Did they stop podcasting? Um, Ooh, I got a shock from the headphones. I touched my (laughs) finger on the jack. Um, But welcome into the Rick and Johnny. If this is your first experience to the Rick and Johnny podcast... You were like, what the hell is going on? You probably on? turned it off by now. Why Why are these guys hugging? Well, cause, because Hugger's, gonna Hugger's hug. got a hug. And I said we were going to do that every time yep. I wear this shirt on the podcast. I think I actually threatened you the yeah. first time you wore that shirt. And then both of us forgot about it. Yeah, we did. So we're well, because you also have worn the shirt since yeah, then. We're also going to do it and that's why we just yeah. did that huggers got a hug as i am part of the hugger section um as a bailey supporter but welcome in to the rick and johnny podcast this is where we talk about everything in movies entertainment tv superheroes comics basically everything under the two nerdy sun star wars avengers marvel dc anime a little bit and johnny we got a jam-packed show because not only did the next Avengers trailer drop? As yeah, we are, it did. We're kind of entering that season where, hey, we're going to drop number two in about two weeks. It'll be April, and then it's the Blitz, Blitzkrieg all the way to Avengers Endgame. We're going to break down that trailer, give our thoughts on the newest Avengers Endgame trailer. Then we're going to talk about Disney news because apparently James Gunn is back. Apparently. And he's going to be directing Guardians 3. We're going to give our thoughts on that, plus what we think the story to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and when we may see it and all that hot jazz. And then we're going to end the podcast looking at some DC as Ezra Miller might be out as the Flash. He is doing a one last ditch effort to save his job. And we're going to talk about should DC just say, nah, you're good. Like, we're good. You're good. Just leave. We're going to recast the Flash. Run. We are going to talk about all that and a little bit more. A little spoiler there, or not spoiler, a little tease and more, as I did not pitch one of our big things coming up in between. Nerd Madness is basically what I'm talking yeah. about there. I, I spoiled it. Nerd Madness will you happen spoiled, way to spoil the spoiler of spoilers. in this podcast. But Johnny, let's start off with the big ticket taper topic of the podcast, Avengers Endgame, new trailer coming out. The first thing I will ask you is, what did you think the first time you saw the trailer? What were your initial thoughts before we get into some nitty-gritty and break th- it down? Well, to be fair, when <laughs> YouTube suggested it to me on my mm-hmm. phone, I'm watching it, and up until we got, like, some actual event, like, what looked like actual event. You didn't think it was a trailer. I didn't think it was. Yeah. I thought it was one of those fan-mades. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is really cool, especially when they went did the Sin City route mm-hmm. with everything black except for yeah. the things that are red. Well, they've been doing that from the beginning with the uh, dust and stuff. They have, but it's still, it was really cool. Like, I'm like, okay, this is a really cool fan one. And mm-hmm. then, like, they started showing things like, okay, this actually looks like it's from the trailer. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Like, the, what cemented it was when I saw Hawkeye with... 
shave mm-hmm. and the mohawk. I'm like, okay, this is Avengers trailer. Yeah. No, and for me, like that but was. But I was super excited. I didn't think it was fan made, but I opened it and was like, okay, like this isn't a trailer. This is them just doing their like ten year thing. Yeah, to, like get us excited. For I thought it was game. a. Ten, I thought it was a a, a, a fan made ten year thing. But the way they did that really hammered home some stuff. It did. It was like Tony Stark, where we've said it before, like he's lost in space, trapped in the sand, just like he was in Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. You've got Captain America, who at this point might feel the same way he did when he first in lost the first Bucky. movie. Well, not even that. In the first movie, where it's like he's... Too small. He's not going to be. Oh, in the that's army. true. Yeah. How do you stand up to someone? Which is like why Thanos? they had it like the, the the scene where he stands in front of the mirror and he's plus, too short to actually be in the. Plus, the voice narrating was Peggy Carter. That's true. That was Peggy Carter's voiceover from Winter Soldier when she was telling him like, "Hey, sometimes we need to rebuild, um, and sometimes we have to go back to like I think it was like back to our roots or something, mm-hmm. um, in order to like solve your problems and stuff." That, to me, like, this trailer was a lot of just symbolism. It was. Of, hey, this and that. The one thing that people are freaking out about, though, is Hawkeye. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is there is a scene in this trailer where you see Hawkeye with a young lady who fires a bow at an arrow, hits the target, and Hawkeye fives, high fives her. Mm-hmm. Many people were like, this better not be Kate Bishop. This better not be it. Here's what I'm thinking, Johnny. It's not Kate Bishop. No. The reason they put this in the trailer, this was his, like that's his daughter. It is. This is his family. It's I mean, to, why wouldn't he teach her to do the archery thing? It's to cement the idea of his family got snapped away. Yeah. No, it was like cement ideas that like sort of like what everyone lost because like we had flashback for Iron mm-hmm. Man, we had flashback for Captain America, mm-hmm. we had flashback for Thor of Asgard, his yeah. father, like one of the first movies, and then what would really like kind of hit home with like hit that little scene with that mm-hmm. is going back to him at the like almost like the very end like of Infinity War. Infinity War. Thank you. Where he's where just he's standing watching there going, everyone die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm watching it right now, and like, that's one thing that I think we never really, might not have really grasped the idea of at Mm. the end of Infinity War, of like, someone like Thor, who didn't go for the head, watched everyone die, not everyone, but a lot of people die because of it. What's going on in that little tin can of his, yeah. or that big tin can of his? Because he's got a big head. Yeah, he does. Um, not like a big, big head. Yeah, he you do. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but he's got, like, all that to deal with right mm-hmm. now. The guilt of it. Yeah. And then, like, how to are we going to change it? But then also we see Scott Lang, where mm-hmm. I don't know where this would be. I'm assuming it's right after he comes out of the quantum realm. He's like, I think so. Like, yeah, he's like, look, what's going on? Why is everyone missing? Like, because like it looks like there's a bunch of po- like a bunch of posters, yeah, like on missing a, posters on the outside of a telephone pole, basically mm-hmm. coding the whole telephone pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all these miss missing posters. Yeah. Thing I want to ask you though is with. Because Mark Webber, Tuesday, because the trailer dropped Tuesday, had a distinct, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A distinct displeasure 
with the trailer. Because up until this post, or until this trailer, we haven't seen Tony Stark outside of space. But at the end of this, when we see them in their new Avengers suits, He's their on quantum realm, we see Tony Stark with them. Was that a bad move by Marvel? Because Mark's thought was that, well, why did you do that? You just spoiled that for me. Now, most of us, my thought was most of us assumed he would get back to Earth. Yeah, no. I, I didn't think he was going to die sure in space did. if he dies. But I do kind of understand where someone like Mark is coming from, where it's like, why spoil that? What if I was someone who believed he could have died in space? Yeah, see, that's the thing is, like, I guess most of us would have thought, you know what? They could have just CGI'd him out like the Hulk. True. They could have just, that's right. They could have just taken him out and, like, left that to question. Mm -hmm. But, like, most of us weren't questioning that he was going to get out of it. Especially with also, like, I think there was a scene in, like, the trailer before this one Mm -hmm. where he's hardcore working with Nebula on the ship itself. Yeah. Yeah. So. I always thought he was going to get out because it's the symbolism back to Iron the first Man Iron One. Man, yeah, it's the end of this is an end of an era. Mm-hmm. And here, like, here's the other reason why. Going back to a conversation that we've had before of like who's going to die of the Avengers, mm-hmm. I know that I saw one thing where it's like, okay, everyone who said nothing to lose, um, or. And whatever it takes, that's what it was. Whatever it takes is going to die. But Tony, Cap, Blackwood, it was basically too many people to say every single one of those people yeah. are going to die. Here's the reason why if I had to pick after this trailer, Tony is my bet. If someone dies, because there's always the option that Marvel could chicken out and say, nope, nobody dies. We 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 didn't kill anyone. It's okay. You don't have to... Worry about anything. Not the riot. If somebody dies, it's going to be Tony. That's I what think I think so. Where, I, I think that's the bandwagon I've been on the whole time. The reason why I think that, though, after this trailer mm-hmm. is because of, A, who is he speaking to? Pepper Potts. Yeah. Two, how he is speaking, where it's like, especially where he was like, yeah, there's so many times where... Like, I told you, like, one last time, and no more surprises. He's like, but I really was hoping that, like, I, I had one last. more rabbit out of my hat. Yeah. Um, And the way he is talking is, like, I think he is going to be the one to die to strengthen that relationship. And I can't help but think there's a reason why they put that dialogue at the beginning of... Avengers um, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Why would why, if you are like Kevin Feige and Marvel, don't just put lines in to put just lines to put in. lines in. Unless no. it's like a Stan, Stan Lee cameo and even then there's a reason why they put some of those lines in. Mm-hmm. And why would he have Pepper Potts or why would he talk to Pepper Potts about a dream about having a kid if she wasn't secretly going to be pregnant, you know, it would be even the biggest twist hmm. because think about how much time had probably passed between when we saw her and him talking to when he was on the ship. Because, yeah, in movie time, it was a couple minutes. Yeah. But think about it. He went to Dr. Strange. He went to the um, sanctum, sanctum of uh, whatever in New York, the sanctum. Then he. 
had that conversation with Thanos' children. Then he fought them. Then he was on the ship. Yeah. What if in that time, because she didn't think he was going to get into a fight, took a pregnancy test? And the reason why in the clip where she was like, Tony, no, don't go, don't go. What if it was because she took a pregnancy test? I swear to God, Tony. And she knew, hey, he was right. Don't do this. You can't leave your kid. Yeah. Like, what um, if that, I like, mean, very I'm, possible. I'm going very theory-like right now. I'm going very, like, there's nothing concrete. But what if? What if that She could have went and did that and realized that, and we will we would, like, find out sometime in... Endgame. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that's the possibility. Because people are also... Here's a question I'm going to ask you. Mm. Is he going to die, and is she going to take over the um, Iron Man mantle? That'd Cause be cool. Because there, there's a... And this is another thing, too, of, like, as I say that, I was like, wait, did she say she was done after this movie or not? Um, But people can be persuaded. Because there's a scene that they use with her in the Iron Man helmet from a different movie, and she puts it From Iron Man 3. Was that 3? 3, yeah, where because she thought Tony was dead, and she puts it to it, and then all of a sudden there's a a message inside there. Yeah. That's right. And that's a symbolism for this message. She might know. Same thing. What are you thinking? Because I've talked numerously. I'm trying to th- think of how to go about this because um, there's a lot of symbolism that comes back. They're showing a lot of like the beginning to now, and basically everyone's mm-hmm. almost like at the point of everyone's restarting. Yeah, Cap is restarting from mm-hmm. where he's left off, like you like you said earlier, feeling small again, mm-hmm. but also feeling like the loss of a lot. And there's Tony who's. Basically, from square one again. Mm-hmm. Thor is just actually not square one. He's he's lost everything. Everything. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like they're they're trying to pull a lot of emotions out in this one because like showing. I, I'm fair. I'm fairly sure. I'm gonna ride the bad wagon that mm-hmm. that is Hawkeye's kid, his daughter. Because I don't. We had a few years since the other one passed. I don't remember how old she was in Age of Ultron. She was a little kid. Like not like little little, but like maybe like. Fourth grade, fifth grade. So she might have been a few years. So yeah. she could be like 10, 11 years old by then. Exactly. And that girl didn't look like it. she was that old. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying to pull a lot of emotions out. I mean, you can't do, which is why it's good that they're only showing like clips here and there of like Bruce and mm-hmm. Black Widow where you can't pull that emotion out too. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm trying to think where to go from that because we're getting a lot of scenes of like, Obviously, there's there's filler in there. We're getting some more ideas of what the hell's going on with Ant Man, mm-hmm. his confusion because he was stuck in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I get where Mark is coming from. I didn't even get to say much about that. I realized I just remembered. Yeah, I get where he's coming from. Where it's like, oh, that was a spoiler, but most of us have an idea that Tony's gonna get out of there. Just like we had an idea. Well, he's gonna um, Ant Man's going mm-hmm. to get out of the quantum realm. You're not just gonna well, leave him in there. And the one thing I will say, and I'm not saying, and this, we're not gonna also kill Tony off in that way. That, yeah. that, no one's gonna. You know how many people you're gonna piss off if you just like let him die in space. And I'm not saying this as uh, what what's the terminology I want to use? Um, derogatory or like pushing anyone to the side. Yeah. But you and like you and I. Are a different kind of beast. That's true. Than Mark, we're like Mark's the, you know, I'm the family man. I do my NFL podcast, my gaming podcast. I'm not on the Rick and Johnny with him in Marvel films. He doesn't go see them day one. 
like we do. Um, sees True. him maybe a week later or when he's got the time. Um, so it's just like it's a different beast. Don't want somebody quite, don't want to quite call him a casual, but yeah, but like pe- there are different people where not everyone sees it week one or day one, like you and I. Where you and I. We obsess about this. Yeah, we want. This we, is probably my tenth time watching this trailer. Well, and not and just, I don't mean that, just like today. You and I, we talk about on this podcast about this. That's true. So many times to where it's like we're kind of obsessing over it in a good way. I love obsessing yeah. over this stuff and the different theories that may happen and stuff. The one thing I will say is after this trailer, totally understand now the post credit scene with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Because remember how I said in the Captain Marvel review, which you guys should check out if you have not and have seen Captain Marvel. Um, spoiler, just in case you haven't. Well, yeah. I just want to ma- give them a massive heads Massive spoilers if you haven't. But I, I warn them in the video. You're not going to hit spoiler mode without knowing. Oh, I'm saying spoiler, spoiler now in oh, case it spoils well, anything. Uh, no, the trailer already did. If you're watching That's this, true. if you're watching this, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, um, I have an idea. Now I know why they had the post credit scene of like, wait, she already met the Avengers? I didn't get that in the movie? Mm-hmm. I get it now. And my dumb little pea-sized brain should have understood this. The reason why they did that then is, all right, now we can include her in the marketing. Yeah. We can include Mar- uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers, Brie Larson in these trailers now to show people, hey, Brie Larson's in this film. For the ones that aren't you Just and so me, you guys know. Like, I will say, maybe the group of people that are in the group that Mark would be in. Hey, Brie Larson's in this film. To where they might go, oh, fucking hey, Brie Larson's in that film. I gotta go see it. Anything to get people to go week That's one. true. Weekend one, they want to kill it opening box office. They do. They already will. Like, there are so many people... That Marvel is just. I think they want to. Ju- I think they're trying to make it so they destroy it. Exactly. Like this like is destroy- the end. Game. They destroy it this weekend. We're in the video game. Weekend. This is literally the end game mm-hmm. of the video game. We need exactly. to end this with a bang. Final boss. Basically, and um, I, yeah, actually, the, <laughs> the thing I'm going to ask you, yeah, is how do you think they find Thanos? Do you think, because here's the two things I've seen, either Nebula knows and Nebula tells them, or they have to go into the quantum realm back in time to change things, and that lures Thanos out of... I think it's going to be, I, my brain was leaning more towards a lure Thanos mm-hmm. out, because they're showing sort of like the time travel suits and everything, at least that's what you mm-hmm. and I are thinking, they're the quantum, like quantum yeah. realm suits, which I find interesting that we don't see Bruce... Or Thor in one. We don't see them yet. Yet. I'm saying that, and I'm saying that I didn't <laughs> well, say yet because we've of seen, we're seeing the trailers. We've seen Thor in one on toy packaging. On toy packaging and on like concept art, but yeah. in the trailer, you see Steve, you see Nebula, you see Hank, you see everyone except Thor and see Bruce. Hulk, Hulk's the big one. Yeah. Where he is again, where it's like, are you keep you're keeping him a secret? And I. I don't mind it. Keep him a secret. Yeah. But yet again, you're keeping him a secret like you did for Infinity War. Well, I mean, actually, I say three people because Brie Larson didn't get one either. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying none of them are getting it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in the trailer, they're not showing those three getting it. Mm-hmm. And technically, the three of them, we don't know if they even need it. 
That's why I'm saying it's interesting. Yeah, well, Thor, I think, will get it because we've seen the art for. The art and the Captain, toy for it. Captain Marvel's the interesting one. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if she's technically going to need it because they'll probably be like, well, what can you do to, by the time, like, how far in the past that movie was. Yeah. It was like, you wouldn't be able to help us. Like, Nick Fury didn't even know what the Avengers were. Like, at the end of that movie, it's he not was even... just typing up the Avengers protocol. I know, but it's not necessarily them going back that far and like, oh, well, you wouldn't be able to help us then. It's more of a, that team is going to have to do their own thing. They're not going to... When it comes to time travel, you usually try not to touch anyone else yes. except what you're trying to fix. But here's the thing. Yeah. If you bring, let's say, if you bring Captain Marvel... Yeah. Back to the first Avengers. Yeah. And by whatever reason, old Tony sees Captain Marvel, that might... Because Tony's an inquisitive guy. True. He's going to look into it. You've already split the timeline off from where it was because Tony saw Captain Marvel, might have seen her use her power, and goes... Who the hell is that? I mean, the same thing could happen with seeing Nebula or Ant-Man or any of those. So it still messes up really, things. Really? But see, here's the thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think Nebula will be a huge one. Ant-Man, though, the thing that could be different is, oh, shoot, someone's coming. True. And he's so small where you can't see him. That's true. That one, that's the one that can fix it. But, I mean, the mm-hmm. rest of it, it still comes down to Nebula. Uh, War Machine is not that big a deal. I mean, in fact, no, he was there at that point. Yeah, he was there. I'm trying to think. If there's anyone that wasn't. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the end. So, out of the ones that we see, Nebula is the interesting one only because. But or Neb- Tony sees Tony. <laughs> yeah, but like we've got so Cap. No, I'm kidding about that one. Ant Man, Hawkeye, Nebula, um, Black Widow, Tony Stark. So I mean. Really, like, Nebula's the only one of, like, okay, um, if someone sees you, they're like, who is that? But at the same time, if Tony sees Tony, it's like Spider-Man. The Spider-Man meme where, hey, who are you? Who are you? No, and I'm not you. You're not me. But basically. Pointing Drew. Well, you're pointing. No, you're pointing. I wonder how many of the old, because I know we're going back to Avengers 1. Yeah. Because we've even seen set. Um, photos of them with the wristwatches. Yeah, that's true. Cap's in his old gear. Uh, Tony's in his um, old setup. And basically, we know what we think. We're going back to that movie. I wonder if we go back to any of the solo Avenger films. I feel like, like we might hit Thor, a little bit of things. Does Thor go back using the quantum realm to when his dad was alive to ask him? And we get another big Odin speech. What if all those are? Nah, maybe not. I was gonna say, what if those all, those are all hinting at like what movies we're gonna see? What do you mean? Them go back into? You mean at the beginning? Yeah, those little cutscenes. Tony goes back to the first Iron Man. Like, not necessarily that scene, but like mm-hmm. it's going back to that movie. He's gonna go back to the first Iron Man and do something. We're yeah. gonna go back to the first Avenger and to see something. We're gonna go back to Thor one see something. I even know there was another scene that I missed. My guesses would be this here. I'm going to throw out a list of guesses. You ready for it? Number one, we're going back to the first Avengers because what was the big um, weapon that Loki was using? 
the he was technically using the scepter, the mind stone, the te- and the tesseract, and the tesseract. Yeah. So you've got stones there. The- Thor, although I hate to say this, we're going to Thor, the dark world, the dark world, because of the aether. Like that's where the aether was. We need yeah. that. Um, I'm Wonderful trying to think Guardians of the other one. ones. Um, Doctor Strange. See, that's the weird one because Doctor Strange think... ain't alive. Um, so they won't know what to do unless they somehow contact Wong, which we haven't seen. Yeah, um, but I'm so trying he... to think for Guardians. Was there the Power Stone? The Orb. Yeah, the Power Stone. Basically, yeah, um, Nebula, because Nebula would know about the Power Stone and Rocket. Oh, Rocket. I forgot Rocket's still around. Yeah. Rocket would know. Um, so there's, th- what, three, four that's of them? Three right, that's four of them right there, Because yeah. technically they could go back to, for the Mind Stone, they could go back to any time Vision's alive. Yeah. Or, like you said, get it from the Scepter. Yeah, basically. Um, so there's four of the six. The Mind Stone they wouldn't be able to get, or the Soul Stone they wouldn't be able to get. They were not going to touch um, that, and then we're missing And then one. the Time Stone. Time, time it just stone, depends which... on how they get back to a Captain Marvel movie, or to a, not Captain Marvel, to a Doctor Strange. Unless it's just like, hey, let's jump through time to try to find uh, Doctor Strange. I think, like, there was mention of, and this could be, I'm thinking back to comics, I could be mixing mm-hmm. it up, that the Time Stone is at all points in time. Because it's the Time Stone. What do you mean? So they, it's more. It would be more so of a finding the time stone as opposed to when in time they can find it. Mm-hmm. It's a weird concept, but, but anyways, it's, al- yeah. it's always there. But like they can't find it in their time, yeah, because it got blown up with the gauntlet. Yeah, it's in the gauntlet with yeah. Than- like basically what mm-hmm. it seems like is fused the Thanos's hand. Yeah. Um, anything you think we missed with this that we need to touch? Not a not a lot that we can really touch right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's interesting to see. I want to see what. Prompted Thor to let us jump into liking uh, Captain Marvel so quickly. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the intensity. Yeah, I think so. I think so. it's just a joke thing of like how intense oh, she is. It is, but and I how think she's not backing down from him. And why, like, and also the difference of like why he seems so calm there mm-hmm. as opposed to like rap battle. I'm like about to murder someone, we don't, Thor. We don't, no, I'm like, saying, and that's a thing that I just want to wait for the movie, but I'm. I think that there is something where the rap battle Thor, beginning of the movie, something happens and he thinks about stuff to where his mind becomes clear again. Yeah. And then by the time we see that Captain Marvel scene, his mind has already. I mean, like in Ragnarok, doesn't mean he can't go like doom doom and go back into the where he sees Odin. Yeah, exactly. So that could be one of those things. But I. Unless you get your little um, Avengers fight where he, um, yes, she shows yes. up and he, he's right, he shows up right behind bam. her and yeah, <laughs> just punches her. Um, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comments. As I looked and I did not check the camera, the camera is dead. You're looking at our logo. Um, but let us know what you guys think. Anything from the trailer that we missed and you want us to talk about, we can mention um, in next week's podcast. If you got any questions for us, also. Hit us up there as well. You can also hit us up on Twitter at uh, Young Under. Nope, that's Brandon. At War Machine, Machine 9085. At Ricky Widmer. At Most Valuable Pod. Um, let us know what you guys are thinking about this trailer. But, Johnny, to break things up a bit, let's kind of space the podcast out. Talking about something we announced last week. We do it every year. In case you did not see it, our Nerd Madness bracket was released. Last week, 
We had 32 entrants this time. Ooh. Eight, once a week, we will have a voting on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod, or you can follow me at Ricky Widmer. I also retweet it um, right from it at War Machine 9085. 9085. I almost said 8085. One of these days you'll get it. One of these days. Well, I got it right the last segment. You just you talked did. over me. I did. Um, but Because I thought you wouldn't get it. <laughs> so our bracket, we had 16 first-round matchups. And first off, I want to thank everybody who voted. So how we do it is on Twitter, basically sometime today after the podcast, mm-hmm. um, before this even goes up, I'm going to throw out the Sweet 16 on our Twitter at Most Valuable Pot. Then you go, you click which one you want to vote for. We have comic book heroes, villains, anime heroes, anime villains, and it will meet in the ultimate battle or in the ultimate um, popularity contest or the ultimate however you vote. However you want to vote for it. Anime versus comics. It'll be heroes and villains in the final four, and then anime versus comics at the the end. Here are the results. For everything. So the anime side, we had a clean sweep. We had Goku beat Edward Ulrich. Guts beat Vash the Stampede. So we're going to have a Sweet 16 matchup of Goku from Dragon Ball Z Mm -hmm. going up against Guts from Berserk. Then Spike Spiegel beat Aaron Yeager. Alucard beat Yasuki Yorameshi. So Spike Spiegel... Cowboy Bebop, Alucard, Helsing. It's going to be a hard one for me, Johnny. A very hard one for me. That is a Sweet 16 matchup in the anime hero region. In the anime villain region, Vegeta. Queen sweep, baby, against Stain. Stain didn't get a single freaking vote. Vegeta moves on. He is going up against the only other person for a queen, queen, not a king sweep, a clean sweep, a queen sweep. You know it does fit for this one. Frieza, vicious, didn't even get a single vote. If you ask so me, he's kind of have, a queen, anyways. We have the DBZ battle: Frieza Versus, Vegeta ooh, in the Sweet Sixteen. It's going to be interesting. Then Pegasus beat Naraku, and Light Yagami beat Vlad Tepish. So we're going to have Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh, Light from Death Note. Going at it, and that is our anime round. So, Johnny, do you have the bracket pulled up in front of you? I do. For everyone, because I was just reading them, read through the Sweet 16 matchups one more time. Goku versus Guts? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Okay. You you know I don't know these terms. Uh, So we got Goku versus Guts, Spike Spiegel versus Alucard, Vegeta versus Frieza in our DBZ matchup, and finally Pegasus versus Light Yagami. I mean... I'll be completely honest. At mm. the beginning of this, I kind of assumed we were going to have Goku versus either Vegeta and Frieza at the end of this. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if something gets upset. Yeah. Or if it ends in a 50 50, because people are going to learn what happens with 50 50. Very shortly, actually. Do you want me to start with the heroes or the villains? Let's do the same thing. Bottom top. I'll start yeah. with the, or top bottom. I'll start with the heroes. Heroes. So the first matchup Rorschach and Invincible. Rorschach. Wins no problem. I think Invincible got like one or two votes. So Rorschach moves on. Then Captain Marvel and Batman. A 50-50 tie. So here is how we are going to do it. Is based off of the seating of where they are. So if we go seating, let's see. 1-8. So they would be a 4-5 matchup. 
So that means Captain Marvel, because she's on the, the, oh, yeah, she would be on the four line. Batman would be on the five line. I'm going to double check in our, no, really quick double check in our Google Doc, because I got to get this correct, because I don't want the wrong person moving on. Let's see. RJ Nerd Madness. Captain Marvel was four. Up. Batman was five. I got it up already. Okay. So you're going to leave that up for me? Okay. So here's how it's going to work. Because Captain Marvel is on the four line and Batman is on the five line, that means with your D20 die that you have over there, John. Because we can't just make this any any other way except yeah. nerdy. Got my you're D20 gonna right roll, here. Here's the thing. Do we want to make it one roll to rule the world or out of three. a best out of three? So best, best out of three. three, Captain Marvel is even, Batman is odd, first you could say that again. two, <laughs> three, go with the first roll. 14. 14. So that would be Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is up one nothing. God damn. Yeah, I first, know. First to three. So it's a best of five. And I'm not doing this. I'm, I know. As you can see. As we're on video, audio listeners, will, you can go over to YouTube. You can hear you the thunk us. when I throw it down because yeah. I got metal D20. Ready for the second one? I'm ready for the second one. Two. Two. So Captain Marvel is up two nothing. One more. It's best out of, first to three, I said. Oh, first two, yeah, three. First okay. two, three. Sorry, I thought it was best out of Batman three. Batman could still do this. All right, roll it. That is a 18. So it's a clean sweep. Clean sweep. Sorry, buddy. It's Captain Marvel. See, I just... It's the second time. The the first time we did this, too, we did it with the bracket, and I think it was like UMBC one. Of course, the first time a 16... But I digress. I just really like Batman. I know you do, but hey, it's fair is fair. Captain Marvel moves on. She will go up against Rorschach next week. Then we have Wonder Woman, Doctor Strange. Wonder Woman defeats Doctor Strange. Rick Grimes, Johnny Storm. Rick Grimes moves on. Then in our villains matchups, we've got the Joker, Black Adam. The Joker dominated. Hobgoblin, Governor, or the Governor. The Hobgoblin moves on. Then Shredder and Gagori Rasputin, another 50-50 tie. So same thing. Shredder is the evens. Is he? He should be. He's on the top line. Okay. You have to double check. Uh, oh, comic villains. Rasputin Shred- is six, and Governor was five. No, Shredder and Shredder. Uh, Shredder was three and six. So Shredder's odd. Yeah. And Gregory even. Okay. Are you sure then? Captain Marvel was Captain four? Marvel. Captain Marvel was four, and Batman was, and five. was five. Yeah. Okay. Don't so try and Shred- change that. So Shredder is three. Three. Yeah. And Rasputin is, is six. six. See, the weirdest thing is okay. Now I get it. So how brackets work? Yeah, is the one eight and the three six. The odd is on top. The other two, the evens on top. So I was confused. Okay. So Shredder is odd. Rasputin is even. Aren't you gonna be so mad if the odds win on this one? Not really. Oh, you want Shredder to win? Yeah, don't I want you? Shredder. That's true. Why would I want Rasputin? Because that it didn't work out for okay. Batman. <laughs> Go ahead. 14. 14. So that is a Rasputin, yep. right? 
I'm not. I'm rooting. We're getting a new dice. If this is all even, I'm rooting for Shredder too, my friend. Go. Four. Yeah, we're getting a new dice next week. This is <laughs> this is BS. I could try one of my other ones. Go ahead. Twelve. Yeah, you know what? Take the. I know we've got the buffer thing. No, no, no. The Take the buffers thing. out. Take them off. Because. It's going to be loud, people. Now try it. They're, they've been wrong. Seven. See, I think I think we should re. I think we should re-roll because every single one on the other one was even. So here's what we'll do. Stop. We're gonna do Shredder and Rasputin right now. Mm-hmm. But then, and you can fight me on it because technically we already did it. I think we should then re-roll the other one because then they're Let's both see the how same. close this goes. We won't count any rolls with this shredder. Right. If it roll no numero uno. Okay, let me try that again because it's it fell off the table for our yep. audio listeners. Everyone watching has got to be like, guys, come on. <laughs> okay. A little bit of planning, guys. Let's do this. Oh, this was planned. It's just, you know, you can never control the D20. I mean, Variables, man. We don't think of variables. Go ahead. 18. 18. So that would be Rasputin? Yep. I'm Rune Shredder too, my friend, so. 13. 13. So a Shredder. 1 to 1. 1 Already better than the first one. 19. 19. So Shredder's up 2-1. Shredder can win it right here. Seven. Seven. So Shredder moves on. Do we re-roll Captain Marvel Batman? I say yes, just to give it, because this was not a clean sweep, and the rolls looked better. To you, they did. No, the rolls <laughs> looked better, just in general. I it's say we re-roll you. it. I say we re-roll it. Even if Captain Marvel win, if Captain Marvel wins, then die don't lie. Because I believe in the die don't lie. So Shredder moved on. Go ahead. Let me put the buffers back up. Really? It's like bumper bowling. 16. 16. So Captain Marvel. Not a, is that a six or a nine? Shit. Where's my six on here? I always get those two confused with the D20. Okay. That's nine. So, Batman's got one. See, already more interesting than the first time. Twelve. Captain Marvel. See, if this goes to a fifth roll, it would already be worth it. Ten. All right. So, die see, like, like you said, die don't like lie. Like I said, die don't lie, but already that game, like, with a loss like so that, I, I can try- sit back and not get pissy because it was fairer. Okay. Fairer. The die don't lie. Trust in the die. Yeah, this, the is going, this is our decision maker from now on in life, Ricky. The great, the great Rashid. Well, I know you're not going to get this reference, so I'm going to explain it to you. Yeah. So there was a basketball game in the NBA way, way, way long ago. It wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago, but it seemed like it. I was a kid. Um, where this this player, his name was Rashid Wallace, got a technical foul because he got called for a foul, and the first foul shot that the guy shot. Missed. So Rashid Wallace shouted, ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. He was wrongfully called for that foul, and the ball knew it, so the ball didn't go into the basket. Just like this. 
The die don't lie, but die the die lie. was fairer this time. So, with that being said, our last one, Dormammu Loki. Dormammu beat Loki in our matchup. So, Johnny, Sweet 16 matchups for the comic side is... Rorschach versus Captain Marvel. We have Wonder Woman versus Rick Grimes. The Joker versus the Hobgoblin. And Shredder versus Dormammu. So here's how this is going to work. As of right now, if you are listening to this on audio or YouTube, go over to at Most Valuable Pod. This will be pinned to the top of our Twitter page. All you have to do is that first tweet, click on it, and every other poll will be below it. You just click on it and then vote it. Click on it, vote. Click, vote. Click, vote. And you'll have all, what, eight matchups? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All eight there to vote. Voting will end on Sunday sometime. So I'm probably going to make it like ending Sunday like I did today during when we record Mm -hmm. so that then we can move on into the final or the Elite Eight, then the Final Four, and then the championship round. I want to thank everyone who did vote in the first round. I hope more of you join us here in the second round for our bracket. So make sure to go check out Twitter at Most Available Pod and vote for our second round of Nerd Madness right now. But Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. And we are taking a look at some news coming out of Marvel and Disney and their whole world. No, it doesn't have anything to do with the Fox Disney deal, which no. I hope gets done hey, sooner hey, hey. rather than later. But I feel like we usually talk about that once a month. <laughs> probably we do. <laughs> uh, but according to Deadline, James Gunn has been rehired to helm Guardians 3. He was brought back on board months ago prior to the announcement due to Disney president Alan Horn being impressed with Gunn's apology and the actions following the controversy. Gunn's expressed remorse for his old tweets, which joked about topics like pedophilia multiple times and stated how he has grown as a person. Also, here's a funny thing, Johnny, a little fun fact that I want to throw out there. Jeez. Um, Various sources are now reporting, this is from Screen Rant, Various sources are now reporting that Disney never actually began their search for a replacement director for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. According to both The Hollywood Reporter and Deadline, Marvel and Disney didn't seek, consider, or speak with any other directors with a view of replacing Gunn between his firing last July and the reveal of his return earlier this week. I just want to get right off the start. What are your thoughts about this? After hearing that, that they're rehiring him because they were impressed with his apology, and now this news from various sources that they never really looked for another director. What is your thoughts about what was going on here? Um, There's like a few things going in my head. It's like, was this just a ploy to get everyone off their back? Because you know how it was so heated that... Mm-hmm. James Gunn, like his tweets were brought to yeah. lo- in the spotlight. Everybody was everyone's having a heyday. Except for Marvel fans, like except for a core Marvel fan. Good movie fans, yeah, <laughs> like Dave Batista. Yeah, um, and then Marvel goes, oh, well, Disney, I should say, not Marvel in mm-hmm. particular. Disney goes, well, we have to let you go, yeah. because of this heat. We're not gonna actually look for anyone, so just wait a little while. Mm-hmm type shit and then hey we're hiring him back because mm-hmm. the heat's all gone now yeah there for me that's what it com- comes down to but also like 
hey, yeah, we can't get anyone. We get enough backlash from the other side of it mm-hmm. that we're we're we have no one else we can figure out for this movie. You know, he, and he, a bit of jealousy for uh, DC picking him up. Oh, totally. I think that plays into it too. But I yeah. don't think I don't disagree with you. Yes. To where I do believe Disney always had the thought, hey, let's fire him, and then. Let's not even look for anyone. We'll shelf Guardians 3. After all this dies down, we'll see if he's interested in coming back. Exactly. And then if he's not, we'll then go we'll from look. there. Yeah. Because you got to think of this. Marvel has planned so many movies mm-hmm. like for the next upcoming years, and they're not locked into any of those. So like Guardians 3, it's like, okay, we're firing the director. As of right now, it's not happening. That's what they probably told Kevin Feige. So... It adjusted some things. Exactly. For they have plans for our plans. But I totally, if the various sources are right that Disney didn't even think about speaking to anyone else to direct this movie, yeah. that totally tells me that they, from the start, were like, hey, let's fire them until this dies down, and then we'll rehire them after everything kind of blows over yeah. and people forget about it. Um, now... He did apologize, and there was all that, and that that could be true. Where it's like, oh, him apologizing helped, but get him a spot back. But it's that it, when you say mm-hmm. when you say it like that, when those other things come out, it sounds like oh, the whole plan all along was to fire him till it blew well, over, and then to rehire and, him. Well, here's the thing, though, and this is the only thing that's tying up whether or not they told Gun this because it yeah. seems weird that you'd fire someone. But go to hire them back and not tell them that that's the plan all along. Yeah, exactly. But if Gunn knew about it, would he have... I'll ask you. You're a director of a big movie. Yeah. They fire you for old tweets, but tell you, hey, we're going to rehire you after all this blows... Apologize for it. We're going to hire you after it all blows over. Would you then go to the rival studio? Well, rival studio. I know Kevin Feige says, well, superhero movies, I just want to see good superhero movies. Yeah. But really, DC and Marvel are kind of rivals. and kind in, of... in a sense, they've always been rivals. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they're still rivals. So, would you still go from Marvel to DC to do a movie knowing you're going to get rehired by Marvel? Maybe it's a, I don't know when we're going to hire you back to do do it. And it's like, okay, well, who's... And True. then DC Good jumps point. in and is like, he's been... Because DC's not in on it. Good so DC point. goes, he's free? Let's get him on it real quick before... Anything that's, else happens. That's a good point. He didn't seek out DC. DC s- sought him out. Yeah, sought. That's the word. I was going to say seeked. Se- seeked him I mean, out. I'll go with seeked. Um, that works for me. Sought him out. Um, so it's like, it's like, well, I do need money in the mm-hmm. meantime until we get back to the other movie. So if James Gunn did know that this was the overall plan, but didn't know how long this is going to take, he's still got to take directing jobs. Or do you think it was, and yet again, reason why I'm asking this is because we don't know what was going on. Only Disney knew or, the plan. Or this was Disney, hey, let's fire him. Then he apologizes. Oh, you know, that was a pretty good apology. Like, maybe we can rehire him back. DC takes him out of Suicide Squad. Oh, we can't lose him to DC. Yeah. Like, that could also be it, too, where it's like they really did. We're like, we're firing you. Then saw the apology. And we're kind of then thinking, oh, could we spin this to bring him back? 
goes to Suicide Squad. Oh hell no, we can't let that happen. Yeah, exactly. We got to push this button. It's one of those. It's it's got to be overall. Because remember, I feel like DC knew what they were going to do. Or not DC, Marvel. Marvel knew what they were going to. Disney, Marvel knew what they were going to do overall. Because that first one I did read said months ago. That means months ago they knew they were going to bring them back. Yeah, which leads me to believe again. Like Mm -hmm. at least at least if nothing else, Disney knew this was the overall plan. Is like. We're gonna do this. We're gonna fire him. We're gonna. We're thinking like we're gonna maybe hire him back, bring him back on. Mm-hmm. But we gotta wait some time for everything to blow over. Whether James Gunn knew, we don't know because either way, he has to take directing jobs mm-hmm. so he can make money. I mean, that he doesn't make probably a decent amount of money per movie, and then royalties and whatever comes out from buying the movies, replaying them on. Whatever network, I forget which one Guardians would be played on. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever and, Disney or Marvel movies are played on and TV. The thing with Mar, uh, the thing with Guardians three right now, yeah, is people are saying we're probably not going to get that movie until twenty twenty three. I mean, yeah, and the reason being, and I'll read the kind of section right here from Screen Rant. If the if the Suicide Squad sticks to its current release date. Gunn will not be able to turn his full focus towards Guardians 3 until the fall of 2021. Even if the movie release moves up a few months, there is still a long press tour he'll need to go on for the su- for the Suicide Squad sequel. Gunn should be able to perfect his Guardians 3 script in the meantime, but cameras likely won't be able to start rolling until late 2021 at the earliest. So, I mean... With that, that's why we're thinking, oh, 2023 is going to probably be the year we get Guardians 3 at the soonest. But the question I really wanted to ask you, and this was the one that's the title on YouTube, yeah, is we talked about when he got fired, what it meant for the story. Yeah. Same thing. Now that he's rehired, what does that mean for the Guardians 3 story? Is it just, hey, everything's back to normal? Are they going to use like go with the same thing? Or are they going to change things because it's going to be 2023 X-Men and Fantastic Four will probably now be solidified in the MCU by then. What do you think they do for the story now that James Gunn is back? Because they were always going to use his script. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to change some things up because it it depends on where the continuity lies in Mm -hmm. the storyline. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, well, not obviously, but they Disney said they want to go expand more into the universe, so more mm-hmm. things might be affected at that point. Like the cosmic universe. Exactly, cosmic yeah. universe. Like, not just the Marvel MCU. universe. The, um, the cosmic universe, mm-hmm. they want to dive more into that, so that could affect mm-hmm. a few things from James Gunn's storyline. So, and that means you're going to have an internal Eternals movie also yes. before this. That's true. So, I mean, it all depends on... Excuse me. What things happen in mm-hmm. the the actual like cosmic universe? Yeah, that will affect what the storyline used to be. Because my thought was that they're probably going to start diving into the previous like villain setup of Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Or well, that was my whole big thing. Is it like could be. is Adam Warlock? It's like yes, he's our guy. That's the guy we're putting everything in. He's the main crux of the story. Especially now that James Gunn is back. Yeah, it all just depends on, like, too, like, what is going on in the universe fr- from that point on. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a story of, like, initially, hey, we got to find find a way to get Gamora back. Who knows? Because mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen in Endgame either. True. I mean, what's going to be turned around? What's going to happen with what? 
Or do they change up the roster at all? Oh, that's true. I mean, I mean, we already got introduced to Co- Cosmo. The mm-hmm. we did. We saw Cosmo. We saw Cosmo and Guardians too. I mean, we. It, that's the other thing we saw. Like the you and I talked about it quite a, quite a bit ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the initial lineup of uh, the old mm-hmm. um, with Starhawk, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Like we saw that lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if like Noah gets? I don't know. I don't offhand. I don't remember the other lineups for the Guardians. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what if we get like Nova can mess up the un, the cosmic universe somehow? Silver Surfer can mess up the comic universe somehow. Mm-hmm. Cosmic universe somehow altering things that in Galactus even the Eternals, which I think Galactus is considered an Eternal, isn't he? Yes, I believe so. so. He or, would. Yeah, he's considered. Because there was that thing in uh, when you Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet that, that we read. Comic we read, yeah. Um, the thing I'm looking at on my tablet right now is I'm going back to what you and I looked at, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. When we predicted the Phase 4 schedule, and I know people were like, oh, they're not using phases anymore, but you guys know what we're talking about. Um, here's what we had mapped out, just in <laughs> case you guys forgot, and I'll throw it up on the screen for our YouTube users. 2020 Black Widow Eternal. So there's one cosmic movie. 2021 Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2, Spider-Man 3. Doctor Strange could be a cosmic movie. Could be tied in, yeah. Tied into the cosmic. Then we've got, we had Guardians 3 in 2022. Strike that out. That's not there anymore. What is it? Guardians 3, 2022. We're going to push that a year. Yeah. Um, What I would probably do is since so we had Guardians 3, Captain Marvel 2, Avengers 5, and then in 2023 Nova Spider-Man 4 and Fantastic 4. What I would do is just either Nova or Fantastic 4 switch that to 2022 whether you're putting it end of the year or beginning of the year where we had Guardians and then just move Guardians to 2023 yeah because nova and fantastic four two cosmic like movies spider-man can fit into the cosmic especially with uh the venom if the venom symbiote if they try to cross that over if they do marvel so far hasn't uh wanted to based on that the only cosmics we had outside were maybe a doctor strange three silver surfer um and then Possibly an X-Men or Avengers movie in 2025. Um, but the big one is basically our... We had Guardians as 2022. Yeah. Flipping that with either Nova or Fantastic Four that we had in 2023. And what do you want to do? Because if you're going to introduce Adam Warlock, doesn't even matter what cosmic movies you have coming before that. Mm-hmm. You're deep in thought over there. I'm trying to think, like, if we've seen anyone else um, introduced um, into, like, mm-hmm. do you think for Guardians members? Do you think we're gonna do a Avengers thing of new Avengers, new Guardians? We might. The Guardians have always switched up rosters. I know, so we might, we might start switching out. I don't think we're gonna do a full out switch out of the roster. Mm-hmm. Like one or two people might switch out. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now we don't have Gamora, so I mean. Just off this main list right here, um, 
characters we've had adam warlock has been part of it so that might be mm-hmm. like a turnaround movie whereas he's pursuing them in the beginning realizes but then joins the guardians. joins them at the very end saying oh like they'll be like the final fight yeah it'll be like we have to work together because or right before the final fight they yeah team up and then the final fight they're fighting together exactly mm-hmm. because it's going to be one of those like hey they actually aren't bad i've been told the wrong things because Aisha is incubating this perfect... Yeah, and he's basically going to be brain-controlled from the start of, like... It's going to be like influence, a... Influence, It's going to be like a, a brainwashed influence, like, mm-hmm. hey, I made you. This is what you're for. He's going to go... He's going to pursue them at first, and all uh-huh. of a sudden it's going to be, they're actually not bad. Mm-hmm. They, You guys are just pricks. And who knows what happens with these soul stones, because... Yeah, the soul stone is supposed to to be in Adam Warlock. Yeah, in his head. Mm Kind of like Vision. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's going to be weird to see how they do that. Unless they don't do that because they switch. I was going to say, unless, like, how do you not do that then? The only reason I'm saying maybe they don't, maybe they don't do that is because Vision was sort of took that, like, Mm -hmm. storyline and it's in his. Plus, we don't know what's going to happen to the gems. Don't remember exactly at the end of Endgame. But my thought is, like, huh. I don't remember, and I could be wrong, maybe in the comics it did, so mm-hmm. correct me if I am wrong. Vision didn't really have a, a stone, one of those stones in his head in the comics. He just was able to... I'm going to look it up. I could be wrong. I, always, I don't remember, but... I always thought he had the stone in his head. Let's see. Vision. I know. Yeah, I, th- I know Warlock has the soul stone mm-hmm. in his head. Let's but see. anyways, there's also Quasar and... I mean, I said Cosmo the Space Dog and Moondragon, the ones I know, mm-hmm. like, right off the bat. Uh, I mean, also Jack Flag, Bug, and Major Victory are ones I've never heard of. But, I mean, those could be ones you throw in. Or they're it could be, like, a joking... Like, we all know the Guardians of the Galaxy is a little more fun than a lot of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So they could have, like, a little joke of, okay, we need a new member for our team. And they hold tryouts. <laughs> sort of throw a... Uh, just to show you, he does have. I knew he had that thing. He's I don't know the, if that was the actual stone. Yeah, though. the yellow is the stone. Like that is. So it is a stone in the comics too. Yeah, it okay. depends on like. There's that one that's kind of the old one. Yeah. This. Yeah, he's got it here too. It's just a yellow dot. Yeah, I didn't know if it's an actual Infinity Stone though. Yeah, in the comics. The mind, it's the mind. Stone. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So that's where he gets all his powers from, and that's why he's you know alive. Um, I, I thought. Be, I thought. I, you, I, I admitted I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't remember. I, just, I always thought that. I I'd knew there was like that, that like yellow thing there, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if it was an actual Infinity Stone. Yeah, no, it wasn't just an aesthetic thing. They didn't I, just put it there for looks. Maybe Johnny. it was because that's where the laser beam comes out. <laughs> I mean, and how does he generate the laser beam? I mean, he's an android, so I don't know. With the power of the Mind Stone, that's okay. why it comes out there. But. Uh, with me, I think oh, that Adam Warlock might be still the big crux of this. Yeah, I do think um, so, too. Because why would you, A, use James Gunn's script, B, bring him back if you were just going to throw who's, Adam Warlock to the side? Who's the big, bigger baddie is the big question, then. I say you can introduce any, if whether it's a Galactus, a, uh, if Dormammu is going to be a big one. The Maybe big any of the Eternals. Any of the Eternals, because we have Conqueror. we did have the or no, that's more of an Avengers thing. That's more about. Avengers. Um, that's a time travel one. Um, it could be any of the Eternals because he's already got a sort of a. What if you about think your about boy, what about uh, your boy Mur- Modok? 
I almost said Murdoch. Your boy that's, uh, Murdoch. That's, a, that's also an Avengers thing. That's Is an that, Iron Man villain. Okay. I thought he was a cosmic guy. No, too. he's just a big headed mm-hmm. little guy. Okay. But no, I, I mean, maybe, that, then. maybe because he killed Ego and it's mm-hmm. her, Eternal kind of pisses off another Eternal. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Peter Quill? Yeah, the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how much connection the Eternals have with each other. Mm hmm. But maybe it's like, Which oh. we'll get a lot of those answers in the Eternals. Exactly. Movie. But it could be like, someone's killing Eternals. Mm-hmm. We need to get, kill, we need to finish these people off first. Yeah, basically, yeah. Or mm, could be that thought. Like, that could be the overlying story. Yeah. Unless they tie in. You can also tie in Captain Marvel with the, spoiler, um, Skrull. That's true. Because they're in space somewhere. They're on, I'd probably it's been so many years since that movie. Or a whole Kree issues. Maybe. Um yeah, there's so many different like this is one where in order to know exactly because of the hiatus, and that's what I'm gonna call it. Yeah. Like James Gunn hiatus, it kinda put a wrench into all this. Yeah. To where now we need endgame, we need eternals, and we need all that to kind of happen. To see Before you. we can answer these questions. Mm-hmm. Some quick things I just want to throw here at the end. Yes, sir. This is the DC side of the James Gunn stuff. Apparently there was a DC producer that says James Gunn won't rush Suicide Squad for Guardians 3. So kind of like what I was saying before. The exact quote is an interview with Joe, Joe Bio or no, Joe Blow um, to promote DC Shazam. Uh, Saffron, what's the full name here? Um, come on, article. You're not going to give me the name. Oh, Peter Peter Saffron, um, who's a DC producer, had the following to say when asked if either he or Gunn are under more pressure now to get the Suicide Squad made faster in the wake of rehiring um, on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He said no. It was all handled incredibly elegantly, and everyone knows on both sides that Suicide Squad is the priority today, and he'll finish that movie, and then everyone, everybody knows that his next film will be Guardians. Um, it's the best of all possible worlds, I think, for fans and for James Gunn himself. Um, and also, with Suicide Squad, a that same interview with Peter Safran said, first of all, we don't call it Suicide Squad 2 because it's a total reboot. So the so it's the Suicide Squad, and I think people should be extremely excited about it. It's everything you would hope from a James Gunn script, and I think that stays a lot, or that says a lot, and that promises a lot, and I know that we will deliver a lot. Could he say a lot more times? A lot. Because he said a, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You were kind of chuckling over there. Why? Why are you chuckling over there that they're rebooting it instead of having it a sequel? Because I think the sequel idea was a bad idea, yeah. and the reboot's a good idea. I, I'm just laughing because we still got Margot Robbie. <laughs> it's like a consistent thing. It's so like it's like, yeah, we're rebooting, but hey, we're going to keep Margot Robbie. It's like, I'm not saying anything bad about that. I'm just laughing because... 
She wasn't <laughs> she's the crossing, problem. She's crossing universes she now. She was not the oh, problem. Oh, I'm not saying she was the problem. I'm just laughing because usually when things are rebooted, it's like completely yeah, complete wipe. But I mean, except for Hugh Jackman. I'm not. Yeah. So she's the Hugh Jackman. Of, <laughs> she's the Hugh Jackman of you. DC. That is a great comparison. Um, <laughs> she's now the Hugh Jackman of DC. See, I love that that they're saying it's a reboot for Suicide Squad. I, oh, I'm not opposed. I am like at all great that shitty movie that I watched. I can just forget it happened. Yeah, no, I'm not opposed because I did not think Suicide Squad was that great either. The next thing I need them to say is so every, I need them to say, yeah, everything uh, before Wonder Woman, you can just ignore that happened as well. If only. So I can say, oh, BVS, that shitty movie, I don't have to If only, right, Ricky? Um, But that is not the case because in Shazam, guess what Freddie Freeman has? A bullet from BVS that Batman shot at Superman. So I think he has I a never, batarang, too, I in his ne- room, doesn't he? Yeah, but that could be from any Batman movie. Oh, I'm just saying, movie. though. Just saying. It's really the bullet from that movie that, that is ties the, it all in. But Shazam loses that bullet. So goes down the drain. The bullet never exists. The bullet never happened. Nope, it existed. He bought it. It's I on just, his Amazon account. I'm not eBay, a BVS fan, but if I, don't, if I can win and not have to recognize that first Suicide Squad movie... I think we'll all be happy. Oh, no, I agree. I, I agree. Any final thoughts with us before we move on? No, I'm just excited that we're potentially going to get him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guardians 3, we'll I'm get him say back yes for that. Yet. This is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What do you think of the James Gunn situation, the rehire? What do you think of the Guardians 3 story and what this now means? Is it all systems going, what they're originally going to do? How does the current movies kind of play into that? Because it was a little different. Um from when James Gunn left to now, really not really, um, but let us know what you guys think down below. And Johnny, let's close out the podcast, taking a look at a topic from the DC realm of things. Before we get into it, make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. That is how you can support MVP and help us do what we do for you each and every week. Mm -hmm. Also, we are going to have new rewards coming for you guys at the beginning of April, April 1st is our target date. So be on the lookout for those. We were we just had an MVP meeting yesterday, and all the guys are really excited about what's on the horizon for Patreon and the new rewards and the new extra things that we are going to give you guys for helping support us each and every month that you are at the tiers on Patreon, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. But, Johnny, we're looking at some DC news because it looks like Ezra Miller, his days as the Flash, may be numbered. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from The Hollywood Reporter, or The Hollywood Report. I think it's Hollywood Reporter. Um, the news comes from them who report that Miller's days as Barry Allen may be numbered. The star reportedly does not see eye to eye with the take of Daily and Goldstein, the writers who came over, who they also did Spider-Man Homecoming. He so doesn't see eye to eye with their take, which has resulted in him teaming up with comic book writer Grant Morrison to write a new script for the Scarlet Speedster solo film. Warner Brothers agreed to let Miller write his own draft of the script that could be done by next week. But if they don't take to Miller's script, they will likely recast the role unless he then agrees 
to stay on for Daly and Goldstein's approach. The last-ditch effort by Miller to see his darker version of Flash or for Flash make it to the big screen. That's weird language. Um, will likely force WB to choose if they rather have Miller or Daly, Miller or Daly and Goldstein attached. They are now staring staring at a possibility of having to recast a third member of their original Justice League lineup. Ben Affleck's out. Cavill reportedly is out. With Miller's contract, uh, with Miller's contract on hold, the Flash may, uh, wait, with Miller's contract on hold, the Flash expiring in May, it was put at a countdown clock on resolving this matter. They just recast Will Smith's Deadshot so that Idris Elba can take over the role. So Miller will need to deliver a can't-miss script if he is going to stay on. Johnny, I want to ask you. Yeah. Should DC and Warner Brothers just say screw it and recast Ezra Miller as The Flash? I or say, recast The Flash and not go with Ezra Miller? I say Ezra Miller should just... They should go, okay, Ezra, mm-hmm. you either do go along with this script okay. or we're going to find a new Flash. Because guess what? I, 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 he says he wants to make a darker yeah, that, Flash. Yeah, that worked the first time. That, that worked the first time when DC went dark and gritty. Yeah, I mean, again, and especially on a... It's just like when we talked about Marvel making R-rated movies. You have to go along with what the character's supposed to be, and mm-hmm. we don't need a Batman as a Batman version of The Flash. Mm-hmm. We don't need... Just like we didn't... It didn't work. It worked to a degree, but not to the... Like, I didn't like it that... Like, I didn't love it when we had a Batman-esque... Superman. Mm-hmm. What about you? Man of Steel was an okay movie, right? I mean, Man of Steel. I didn't have a huge problem with Man of Steel. Like the storyline was, was good. It was like okay, that was cool. My biggest gripe at the end of it, yeah, was that there was no post credit scene. Yeah, because that was at true. the start of like Marvel was just training us in that. Yeah, to where I was like, really could have gotten. I was like, really, Marvel's doing these cool post credit scenes, and you're giving us nothing. See, my only not even something funny that can throw away. Yeah, well, my biggest gripe with that movie was strictly, and uh, like I like the rest of it. I had a really good storyline. Was mm-hmm. how dark and brooding he was. Superman, right? Superman. Yeah, yeah it's like you're not Batman. Mm-hmm. Don't be Batman. Be mm-hmm. Superman. And I don't need the all-American Boy Scout 100%. Like, I get it. You want to humanize him, but mm-hmm. don't give me Batman to do it. See, and this is also... And we don't need it this way. I get it that, like, if they're writing the Flashpoint p- storyline, yeah, it does kind of need to be kind of dark because there's a lot of horrifying things that go on in the mm-hmm. alternate universe. But I, what were you going to say? Because, well, yeah. I agree with you mm-hmm. that I would just tell... I would tell Miller, you know what? You're either on board or you're not on board. Um, and I wouldn't – like, I wonder if this is kind of like um, – you see it with teachers, with students every once in a while, where it's like the student's like, oh, can I do this or that to change your mind? Like, let's say it's like a class president thing. Yeah. Oh, can I do – let me do this to change your mind. And the teacher goes, yeah, okay, you can do that to make the student think that – Oh, well, I'm letting you maybe change this. But in the head, the the teacher's like, no, I ain't going to fucking let this happen. Like, my decision's already made up. WB and DC could be the same. 
Yeah. Hey, Ezra, write your own script. It's okay. We're just going to, if he's not on board, we're just going to recast him, guys. Don't worry. Like, because the reason I say that yeah. is, so Ezra Miller, I'll actually look up his IMDb too, because um, I don't really know whether or not hand. he has any writing credits on his IMDb. But immediately the first thing I wrote up was Grant Morrison, who, yes, has written great stories and comics. But if you look at his, he's got 10 writer's credits. You've got a short graphic novel, a short comic book movie, video graphic novel, video graphic novel, TV, TV, um, Batman versus Robin, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, um, which are both videos. His only big live action one was Happy, which right now is on sci-fi that I hear is good. Yeah. But... I think it's also on Netflix. Yes, you're yeah. right. Um, but it's like the thing that he's known for is Happy and All-Star Superman. And one of those is TV. The other one is an animated movie, which I'm not saying he couldn't help. But when I look at it, first off, the two writers that you have mm -hmm. are coming off of Spider-Man Homecoming, which is a good track record. Yeah, exactly. And if I look at it, this is his acting credits. I don't want his acting credits. I want his writer credits. But basically what I'm saying is the guys that you have writing it have the track record. Ezra Miller, yes, as an actor, has a track record. But also it's like if you're not on board for this, this train this train is heading in this direction. You're either on it or you're off it. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. Kind of actually student, the student teacher one is a good uh, an yeah. analogy and the, comparison. Yeah, whatever analogy. you want to call it. Um, whereas like the D DC is probably going Warner Brothers and DC is probably going okay yeah write your script and it could be like those lines if we don't like it enough mm -hmm. you have to do this this flash yeah which well, is basically anyways I think it's going to come down to otherwise is, we break your contract they're going to no say yeah they're going to say us. no they're going to say no we don't like it and then give them the ultimatum of are you on the train off the train yeah and. With me, I kind of like, I mean, looking at it, like, of course, he could say, fine, I'm on the train, but I have defended Ezra Miller on, on this podcast. Yeah, you have. After we saw Justice League and reviewed Justice League, I, even though Dave, who Dave, I know you're watching, Dave loves that I do that, by the way. Talks he, to him. He has here. told me, like... He, I don't know if it's like he loves it or at this point he's just okay with it. Yeah. That I break the fourth wall and like it's like Dave, I know you're watching, because um, he likes listening and watching the Rick and Johnny podcast. Yep. But I know you're watching and Dave because it's his favorite hero. Like I get it, it's his favorite hero. He's gonna if defend did, it. If they did something like this with Batman and made Batman's character something. That hey, they have done that in the past. That was not true to Batman. I would be furious mm -hmm. as well. So I get where Dave is coming from. Although yeah. I haven't had that same ferocity in it, Dave has never liked Ezra Miller. No, he has as not. As the Flash, he'd probably be happy with this news. Like uh, he would be. Then that's why I sent it to him in a text message. He just didn't think. His whole thing was basically did not think it met the character of the flash where yeah. Barry Allen seemed shy, timid where Barry Allen is supposed to be an extrovert, not yes. an introvert. Yes. He's supposed to be the extrovert that 
goes out and like makes quirky jokes and isn't afraid to be outgoing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I would almost look at it and go, "Hey, you know what? Everyone except for like, except for Gal Gadot and uh, or Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, or whatever. I whatever. Forgot how to say Gal's name. Sorry. Um, but apologies, Gal Gadot. Jason. Gal Gadot. Uh, I think it's Gal Gadot. I think it's supposed to be Gal Gadot. Yeah, kind of like Home Depot. Exactly. Um, not the or, that's the, or, the, or the rapport. There you go, or the rapport. Yeah, instead of rapport. Silent T. Rapport. Um, but you look at Gal Gadot, you look at um, Jason Momoa, they're on the train. Yeah. They are here, whereas Ben Affleck wasn't on the train. He's gone. Henry Cavill, he's one that I think Henry Cavill was on the train. They just didn't have any immediate plans with Superman. Yeah. And he... Much like James Gunn, well, James Gunn was fired. Henry Cavill wasn't. Henry Cavill was like, "Hey, if you have no plans for me, I'm going to do this Witcher thing." Exactly. He's I got, really want to. He do still this. needs to make money too. Exactly. Um, whereas Ezra Miller, I'd kind of look at it and go, "Hey, you know what? Since we're kind of revamping this Justice League, let's just revamp the Flash. Let's recast him." And I wouldn't after Justice League. If you would have asked me that question, I believe we did talk about it. I think I said, we did. No, yeah. don't. But at this time, my mind's completely changed. Recast the Flash. Make up for I'm going to say a mistake that you have made by making Ezra Miller the Flash. And I'm not saying he was bad in Justice League. I'm just saying His maybe per- the I portrayal have, of Flash was not good. Maybe I agree with Dave a little bit that he wasn't the Flash. He wasn't the Flash that we truly deserved. No. And that's the thing. It's like I, my one thing would be th- a thought of, well, maybe this next storyline could make him in the Flash we should have, mm-hmm. not the Flash that they gave us. True. Like maybe it will open him up to a, but I mean, Barry Allen's supposed to be an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I would hope that this would make him an extrovert, but it's also like, oh, I like, there wasn't there's a joke and there's like, I don't have any friends. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's not really Barry Allen. Because cause they were supposed to have, um, oh, Iris was supposed to be in Justice League. Cut oh, that was scene. she? Cut that scene. Yeah, they casted oh, they, someone to play Iris. But they cut it? But they I cut didn't know it. that. Yeah, they had cut that scene from the movie. So if I'm looking at right now the two writers for, um, you've got the two writers for Homecoming. So Ezra Miller as a writing credit only has one thing. And it is The Truth According to Darren Wilson, which was a video documentary short in 2015. So he has no... Ooh, wow. yeah, you, you rolled your eyes. Um, has no Huge credentials on your writing. writing a major movie script. Yeah, I mean, huge credentials for that. I mean, the only thing that's going to help him is that he's getting a DC writer to go along with him. Yes. Whereas I look at... Oh, dude, right here. Come on. I'm looking at Goldstein's. This is just one, one of the pairs. Do you want to know uh, what movies are on his resume? Go ahead. Bring, so, bring it up for everyone. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. The v- new vacation movie that was with, um, uh, what's his name? He was uh, the doctor, the dentist in um, The Hangover. Um Shoot, I'm blanking on his name. He was the dentist in, Hango, in yeah. The Hangover. Um, paging Dr. Blank. Um, was the line from the movie. Um, Horrible Bosses 2, Horrible Bosses 1, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. And you can have any thoughts you have about these movies, good, bad, the other. The fact is that 
you know, they are major movies. Um, he wrote an episode of Bones. I will use the TV thing as different than movies, though, because I did the same thing for um, Grant Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, The re- so the rest of his stuff was TV, but Horrible Bosses 1 and 2, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, that was with Steve Carell, and I think Jim Carrey was in that one. Yeah, I think so. Um, I know Steve Carell was. Oh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. So he's Goldstein alone. This is one half of the pair has that on his resume oh, just for his writing. I mean, let's just go along with the fact that you wrote for Spider-Man Homecoming. Really good movie. And a comic book movie. And a comic book movie. That's what I was going to get to next. Is It's a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. So he's got at least experience in one comic book movie and one that I would say it can fit the the same feeling that I would expect a Flash movie to have. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? I mean, you, you and Dave no, know Flash right. more than I do. No, you're right. I think right. Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. should have almost the same tone as a Flash movie. And just to make it the same, Horrible Bosses, Burt Wonderstone, Claudio with Chance Meatballs 2, Horrible Bosses 2, Vacation, Spider-Man Homecoming, these guys are a pair. They've been on all of them. So, I mean, the same resume for one was the same for the other. I would, I would if I'm going to put it in like a kind of horse betting sense analogy uh-huh. i would bet on the horse that has the track record yeah i would bet on your two screenwriters that a have written a superhero movie in recent history that did fairly well especially kind of reintroducing spider-man and introducing him to the mc and doing a fairly good like job spider-man of- homecoming is still my number one marvel movable Number one, made, tied for number one, Infinity War. Yeah. But tied I mean, for number one. I, the, uh, I just had yeah, my words the and he, I lost The him and the hawings over had, there. I had my uh, words and I lost them for uh-huh. a, a minute. I mean, that, and it's that kind of like Marvel like Marvel movie that they made. It's mm-hmm. where the tone out. I, the big of it that I'm fun. saying is it was fun, exactly. And the flash should be like. Yes, DC, like, eh, there should be maybe some darker moments. Yeah, some. But, like, some, like, and especially Barry Allen does have some serious moments, like, learning that is when, like, who killed his mother, the whole Flashpoint thing. Yeah. But, like, everything with him in, like, the Justice League is he's the one making the quips. He's the one, like, being the funny guy on the team. And like it's I feel like it should almost be like Spider-Man Homecoming whereas there were a lot of quips and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it was teenage awkwardness that made was it funny Tom too. Holland exactly like the Spider-Man we remember growing up. No. no. But he still had that personality. Like he was shy at first but in that first movie grew into his character. Exactly. And that would have been nice. I mean, I, I'm hoping maybe if Ezra sticks with it, mm-hmm. that's what they do with this next movie, is he grows into his character. It's not supposed yeah. to be that way, but like at least he'll fix what we I'm, did. I'm Get. completely... I'm not opposed to them recasting. No, I am on, like... But I'm saying... After everything I read at the beginning of this topic, I am just... I'm on the mindset of, like, you know what, just... Is there a bug flying behind me? No, no what I'm you're just looking, looking at. at. Okay. <laughs> My brain starts spaced out <laughs> I saw, a little bit. I saw your, so for the camera people, I saw your eyes look up and I'm thinking, shit, there's a box bug in this room again, isn't there? No, I mean, my brain just started wandering a little plus, bit while I was trying to talk. Plus, as you guys can see, because we're the light podcast, because we do this during the day, yeah. there's a window behind me. 
So Johnny could just look at squirrels. And Johnny gets to. distracted by squirrels. Yeah, <laughs> squirrels jump. There was one actually. Quick aside, <laughs> I was doing a podcast. I think it was with either Dave or Sean. I or think you told me it was Dave. And I'm talking to Dave, and a squirrel jumped from the tree into our window just and hit thunk. the window, and it derailed the podcast totally. <laughs> derailed it totally. No, and it was fun. But I mean. Oh. But what I was going to say yeah, is... Yeah, you were like, you were talking. I am on the train. After reading what we read earlier in this segment... Yeah. Just get rid of them. Oh, no. Just don't even bring them back because here's how I think... Here's my Ricky Widmer prediction. Okay. Ezra Miller's going to hand in the script. Warner Brother and DC is going to do this. So pretend like you're handing me the script. Thank you. So, about being on our movie, huh? Oh, you don't want to be? All right, you're gone. That's what should happen, too. Like, take that script, just put it in the can. Put it in the can. The reason why I say that is Ezra Miller. I'm not saying he can't write a bomb script. He can't give us an amazing script. He might blow our minds, but I'm not betting on it. Oh. Number two. As soon as I heard dark and gritty, yeah, because that really worked for the DC Universe before. Let's go dark and gritty with it. No, let's like there can be dark moments, but go off of what you like. You, you're doing good with Wonder Woman. You're doing good with Aquaman. Shazam's probably not going to have the same um, box office numbers because a it's Shazam, and not many people know like are big on Shazam popularity wise. Number two, Zachary Levi is not the same kind of a name as a Jason Momoa. Where I even talked to Pete, who's been on our wrestling podcast. I can actually yeah. say his name now. Was my boss when I was in college for the radio station I worked at, and even he said was like when he's like, were there people in your Aquaman movie that was like, oh, are you only here because Jason Momoa is hot? And David and I were like. Yeah, I think so. Because there was a group of ladies behind us, and go see Woo! movies forever. You, oh yeah, Momoa. Yeah, you do. As soon as he came in on that sub, like ooh wee, Jason. Yeah, yep. you go get it, boy. Um, basically, that's it was catcalling behind. Yeah, us, it was um, from the girls in the studio, the ladies in the studio. Which hey, teach their own. If I was a woman, I think. Jason Momoa would be very handsome, and he would probably be someone that I was very attracted to if I was a woman. Um, but I am not. I could say, I could still say, even though mm-hmm. he is a very attractive man. He is I'm a very attractive. I'm comfortable, Who, comfortable enough question, in my, in my qu- sexuality to say that. Question for you. Yes. If you had to pick one. Hemsworth, Momoa, who you doing? Go. Or who 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 you dating? Go. That's what I should say. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not going to Momoa I, or I don't Hemsworth, necessarily want to date choose, a man, though. but if I had to choose between dating one man or the other, I can't want to go Hemsworth. Or do we really do we really go and this is one just for you? Yeah. Do I really go there which I will, pardon my language. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. Hugh Jackson 
Chris Jackson, Hemsworth, Hugh Jackman, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Jason yeah. Momoa. So, oh, oh, so it's Hugh Jackson, no, Chris no, Helmsworth. No. Yeah, Hugh Jackson, <laughs> the ex-coach for the for the Cleveland oh, God. Browns. Oh, so, Mary one. Hugh Jackman, Chris Hemsworth, Jason Momoa. Fuck one, Mary one. Oh, one God, guy. this is too hard. This is just for you because I know it would be hard for I you. I know. You're, yeah, this is how we end the Rick and Johnny podcast this week. No, yeah, no. I, I didn't this, think, I don't this think is you guys we, were expecting this. Is this. Just, this is just how we end the Rick and Johnny podcast. Yeah. Podcast. I Every mean, single time I like to know that I wouldn't want to any dude. I, like this is all hypothetical it for is, you. Yeah, it's all hypothetical. Yeah, but I'm putting I'm putting it at you. I'm putting it. I'm putting the Wolverine Thor. Oh God, you're Aquaman you're like, at you. You're really fucking this this one up. But I was gonna say. Let me get back to the Ezra Miller thing real quick. I'm getting your answer before we yeah, get off. I know. On the podcast. I know you are. Uh, this we, is me kind of like before we get off on the podcast. <laughs> Get it? You're disgusting. But go ahead. You're a disgusting human being. <laughs> I try sometimes, but go ahead. Um, this is also me trying to get time while I think about yes. it. Um, I didn't say for Ezra, like, oh, let's keep him. Mm-hmm. This is me saying hypothetically, they do keep him. Yeah. Hopefully they fix the storyline to where he it makes him so he's an outgoing Flash. Mm-hmm. That's saying, hey, yeah, let's keep Ezra. Yeah, I, I'm saying hopefully they fix it and make him outgoing. My mindset is I'm not optimistic on that i don't know if i don't know if what they've done before if we can erase that you know what i'm saying i do i don't know if he can be the barry allen we want him to be i'm that's what i'm saying is that hopefully if they do if they were to keep him they Mm -hmm. fix that somehow yeah some way somehow i mean for me i am dave is going to be very happy to think this he's going to be fist pumping going yes you're on team dave now um, but I look at it and go, keep the writers you got, keep Daly and Goldstein, let Miller go, find a new flash. Um, now if he was like, if he goes fine, I'll do it. Then sure. You've got to keep him. Like, I'm not saying get rid of him at all costs, but like, if he's going to be that guy that says, no, I'm not going to be on that train. All right. It was nice working with you. We're going to find a new flash because I don't think you should don't let don't let Miller's script win oh, over no. Goldstein and Dave. No, that is the crux of it. Now, before I wrap up this <laughs> I was podcast, you forgot. we're at the very end. What's your answer? Oh, God. Oh, let's see. One, marry one, kill one. Hugh Jackman, Chris Hemsworth, Jason Momoa. <sighs> the hardest part for me would be who to kill. Exactly. That's who because I'm like, struggling I know, with. Because I know. Fuck is easy. That's Momoa. the easy one. Yeah, Momoa. He's gonna be fun. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, and you're not gonna marry him. Like, no offense no, to no, Momoa. But... You're not gonna marry him. The question is, who do you want to marry more, Hugh Jackman or Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth has kids. He's a family guy, so he's got that going for him. But Hugh Jackman is also a great guy and loves charity. Exactly, he is a charitable man, and. He sings musicals and operas. I think so I'm going to go Hemsworth because he's the family man. I'm going to go with Hugh Jackman. Jackman? I would marry Hugh Jackman. I, mean, I uh, would kill Chris I, Hemsworth. No offense. Or in this case, as I've got the bullet to his head, I'd say, well, meet your maker, Chris Hemsworth. And then I'd say his name wrong because I do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I would go with Hugh. I would go marry Hugh Jackman, kill Chris Hemsworth, fuck Jason I mean, Momoa. <laughs> 
We both agree on fucking Jason Momoa because yes, exactly. he sounds like he seems like he'd be fun. Yeah, he'd be fun. Well, it depends. Which Momoa are we getting? We getting Aquaman Momoa? We getting uh, Cal Drogo? I want Momoa. Aquaman Momoa because I don't want to go through yeah, what I, Khaleesi I want, went I through. I don't want Cal Drogo. That, that is like <laughs> Ezra Miller's talking dark. That is like super dark. That's real let's dark. Let's go Aquaman Momoa. Yeah, let's go Aquaman yeah. Momoa. Um, I'm going to go the opposite way. Yeah. Mary Hemsworth. I'm sorry. Kill Hugh Jackman. I'm going to say, hope you come back. Yeah. This He's is Wolverine. Yeah, he can't yeah, die. Regeneration. Uh, you know, it would have been a weird one. Huh? If I threw Ryan Reynolds in there Ooh. instead of Hemsworth. Ooh. Instead of Hemsworth, threw Ryan Reynolds in there. Maybe Ooh. that'll be a future one. But this is where you guys. Can Maybe we could throw some off, women in there first too. First off. Let us know what you think of this whole Ezra Miller and the Flash thing. And then number two, I'm taking that and I'm flipping it on to you. Let Fuck us one, know Mary, one kill what one. you guys think. Hugh Jackman, Chris Hemsworth, Jason Momoa. Let us know what you guys are thinking down below in the comments. Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Yeah, thank you much. Aquaman, I mean, Jason unless you Momoa. prefer Drogo. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to go Aquaman? Yeah, I... I'm, I'm a, saying if they prefer, I'm a, I'm a gentle kind of guy, Johnny. I'm not, I'm not really into the rough stuff. I would just, so. he seems like a really party dude. Yeah, see, I'd want that's to have, what I want. I want to have fun. I'd want to make me feel good. Buy a girl, few, buy a girl a few drinks first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> buy, buy me a few. I was gonna go with flowers, but okay. No, no, I want a few drinks first. <laughs> buy me a few flowers, make me feel good. Uh, but <laughs> the so <will> the alcohol. <laughs> make sure to check us out on Patreon, patreoncom backslash podcast to help support us. Make sure we can keep doing. Doing what we love doing for you guys. We have fun here. We do. That's I can't. The one no, thing. I'm thinking. I can't wait for Dave to see the end oh, of this podcast. Man, Dave is gonna love it, uh, and I want his answer as well. But make sure to check us out on Patreon. We got some cool rewards coming, some new rewards coming your way, so you can help support us even better, and we can give back to you guys even more for helping support us, keeping this dream alive for us, because we all do want this to be the full time thing. One day, knock on, well, actually, knock on wood, that it actually happens for us. Um, also, make sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Five-star ratings really help us out. And then last but not least, Twitter, at Ricky Widmer, at War Machine, 9085, at Most Valuable Pod is Most Valuable Podcast. Thank you guys for checking out the Rick and Johnny Podcast. Check out our movie review for Wonder Park as well. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.